Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remembering George Floyd, recommendations for districts on returning to school and the return of the NBA. For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. Today is Thursday, June 4th, and friends and family paid their respects to George Floyd in Minneapolis on Thursday afternoon. Nearly 800 miles away, strangers gathered at Scissortail Park to watch the memorial service for the 46-year-old who died while a white officer kneeled on his neck. For 8 minutes and 46 seconds, the Oklahoma City group stood together in silence. Those who attended the downtown park gathering said they saw the event information on Facebook and wanted to be with other community members as they remembered Floyd. We grieve and we weep with them. We pray that these families will never be forgotten and righteous justice will prevail. Hours earlier, a crowd of 100 people gathered near the Edmond Police Headquarters for a faith event. Reverend Ronnie Ladd and other pastors and priests, they led the group in prayers for peace, unity, and justice. Ladd, a pastor at Our Lord's Community Church, said he asked to hold the event because he thought the community would benefit from a time of prayer in the aftermath of George Floyd's death. I'm I'm praying and hoping that uh, this will give us uh, more unity uh, in our community, uh, that God's love will shine in the midst of darkness, and that uh, people will be reconciled uh, so that we can move forward in our country. Legislative leaders are asking the Oklahoma Supreme Court to rule on the limits of the governor's authority. Specifically, they want the high court to decide whether Governor Kevin Stitt can bind the state to gaming compacts that contain provisions violating state law. It's a story our Randy Ellis is all over. He reports at the center of the dispute are gaming compacts that Governor Stitt signed with two Oklahoma tribes. The compacts include approval for tribes to offer sports betting and other gambling options that legislators say are not permitted under state law. Stead had previously asked a federal judge to rule on the extent of the governor's authority, but legislators believe the decision should be in the hands of the state Supreme Court. Now that classes have concluded, many school districts in the state are considering what the start of the next school year would look like. The State Department of Education has developed a set of guidelines to help schools with the task of returning to class. Education reporter Nuria Martinez-Kill has more on the department's recommendations. On Wednesday, the Oklahoma State Department of Education released a pretty comprehensive framework uh, for reopening schools in the fall. It's called Return to Learn Oklahoma, and it includes a checklist of 71 action items that school districts can consider to put in place as they prepare to reopen for the next school year. Um, Every school district has the choice of adopting some of the recommendations or adopting none of them. Across the state, um, it's going to look pretty different depending on each community's needs. Um, The framework really addresses a a wide variety of things, but it's broken down into four categories of uh, school operations, 
academic growth, social emotional learning, and school personnel. Um, among the, the ways that a school day could look different next year, you know, the, the state recommended that schools start to promote a culture of good hygiene practices. And I think every school, depending on the grade level of students, is going to have different ways of doing that. You know, space desks six feet apart. And if you can't do that, what other levels of uh, safety measures can you put in place to mitigate that? One recommendation is the same class of students should stay together for as much of the day as possible. But it, it acknowledged that high schools and middle schools might have difficulty doing that. Along with social emotional learning, um, this has been a a significant time of upheaval for a lot of kids. Um, So the state is really recommending schools try to reach out to students on a personal level, um, especially students who are more at risk, uh, maybe put in some mental health screenings, have virtual school counseling, um, and then also making sure that staff have um, techniques for self-care as well. Um, As they really look at a logistical standpoint, um, there are three main models for delivering education that the state has recommended Amended, and that's traditional learning, blended learning, and complete distance learning. Um, on, on one side of the spectrum is the, the regular way of, of school, which is where kids are in a classroom uh, in front of a teacher. Um, and on the other side is what we saw for the past couple of months, which is everybody is learning and working from home and teaching and learning remotely. Um, and in the middle is this uh, hybrid model where Maybe some kids learn from home some days and they come to school other days um, where there's some days of virtual instruction included in the calendar um, or maybe they just do some of their work online. Um, that really seems to be a flexible point and different districts could have their own take on that. Those seem to be the three main models of education um, that could be put in place depending on whether there's a spike in COVID-19 next year. Um, it really depends on what the pandemic does in the state of Oklahoma. Good news for sports fans. The NBA is back. The agency's board voted unanimously to resume play. Thunderbeat writer Joe Masato has more on what the rest of the season will look like and just how soon we'll be able to watch some of our favorite teams in action. The NBA Board of Governors approved the tentative plan Thursday to resume the season with 22 teams, including the Thunder, on July 31st at Disney World. The formal step, which the league considers the first of many before basketball returns, comes 85 days after the season was suspended when Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus before a Thunder Jazz game in Oklahoma City. The 16 teams currently slated to make the playoffs will be included in the restart format, along with six teams that are six games or fewer behind the eight seed in their respective conferences. 13 of the 22 teams are from the Western Conference. The restart plan calls for each team to play eight seeding games before the playoffs begin. There would be a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed in both conferences. The playoffs would proceed in a traditional interconference format with best-of-seven series in each round. The Thunder sits in fifth place in the West, two and a half games behind the third place Nuggets and one and a half games ahead of the seventh place Mavericks. The Thunder could realistically finish anywhere from third to seventh in the West after the eight seeding games. The NBA announced that a team's eight seeding games will be selected from its remaining regular season matchups. No schedule has been confirmed, but the Thunder might face a slate that looks like this. Jazz, Wizards, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Heat, Nuggets, Suns, Clippers. 
in order, those were the next eight games among the 22 teams that will be invited to Disney World on the Thunder's original schedule before the season was suspended. Plausible playoff opponents for the Thunder include the Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, and Mavericks. Team training camps will start June 30th, and teams will fly to Orlando, Florida on July 7th. There will be a quarantine period before the games begin July 31st. ESPN reported that the league is expected to house everyone in one hotel to create a bubble environment. It's unclear who will be allowed in the bubble and how strict access into or out of the bubble will be. There will be daily uniform coronavirus testing for everyone who is within the bubble, according to ESPN. Plenty of news around the state still ongoing. Stay uh, with Oklahoma.com throughout the night for the latest updates, including some storm updates. So with all that said, please be safe and weather aware tonight. For producer Paige Dillard and all my colleagues at The Oklahoma, I'm Dave Morris. Stay safe.